Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. I am so sorry it has been so long. Um, you know, just things are happening. Life just keeps on going. And as cheesy as this sounds, I'm trying to be so present and soak up all of the, you know, all of the things that I'm doing in my life right now. Um, phone off, not necessarily scrolling as much, not necessarily, you know, catching up on all of the news the second that it happens. Um, feeling the most grateful, feeling the most thankful and blessed right now just for people in my life and what's happening and literally trying to take um, every second as it comes and not take anything for granted. So I just appreciate you guys allowing me to um, take this time right now during the season to just live my life and be present and uh, catch you up when I can. Um, transparently, this is a very special episode because we are live from my office. Um, I'm looking out. It's completely empty. If anyone from Wix is hearing this, please come visit me on Tuesdays. Um, I'm here and we've got time to record. So come on in. Maybe let's do a collab. You know all the things. Um, other thing I want to just say is that back to just gratitude and, and feeling alive and aware and all the things, um, you know, it's the last day of the month. It's the last day of November. December is coming. Um, to transparently, I usually get really sad and depressed during this time. Um, seasonal depression literally happens, especially when you are living somewhere where it snows and it's gray and it's dark and it's cold and you literally can never stay warm except for taking five hot showers a day. Feeling very blessed. Um, just, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. November 30th of 2021, I am stomping on my way to work. Sun is shining in my face. I've got milky chance blasting. I'm thinking about my best friend in the world, Jordan Krulowitz. And, uh, you know, just feeling happy and alive. Um, and I love being able to just stomp to work, you know, with your tunes in. You don't know a soul who's next to you. You're just in your own world. You're stomping. You're dancing. If you are on 16th Street Mall, if you are in downtown Denver and you see a girl in a huge puffer jacket with a beanie on, just dancing and jamming and watching her hands move around, sorry, that's me. Um, but I'm not sorry at all because that's how I start my day and that's how endorphins just keep you going. So that is my rant for today. Um, I have to say that my Thanksgiving break was absolutely a freaking delight. Again, feeling so, so, so thankful for just people in my life. Um, I full-blown get filled up by seeing my family and seeing my closest friends that have known me forever. And I'm feeling rejuved. Not that I wasn't before, but, you know, there's just something that family and friends just inject into you and uh, you're on a high after that. So um, Thanksgiving break was absolutely fabulous. Have to give a shout out to my PIC, Hammy, for just being the best ever. Um, he really is the greatest and I am a very, very lucky gal to have him um, as mine. Um, other things is that my best friend from high school, it's been about 15 years, um, Emma Grace Campbell, we got her married over the weekend. Um, and if you know anything about Emma, it was very true Emma fashion. We had, you know, about a 10 days notice um, to throw it all together. And boy, was it a night to never forget. Um, just exciting to be able to send your best friend off of that long um, watch her get married, be able to get ready with her. It was really, really special. Eventually, I will post some of the pictures and give the full tea on that. Um, got to spend time with my brother, my grandmother, all the Canadian family. It was just a real treat. It was a very quick trip, um, feeling really lucky. So now that I've rambled for four minutes, let's dive into all the sports news that's happened um, and the rest of everything that's going on. So first and foremost, I have been saying this for what feels like a while, that my 2021 Dodger team has been some of my favorites ever. Great guys, the Juge, 
the team together, the wives, everything just kind of the stars aligned, great people, the great place, um, all with a common goal. And much to what I was, you know, foreshadowing, uh, the team splitting up and two, well, one in particular, my guy, Corey Seager, who I believe to be a real heartbeat of the Dodger team. Um, he basically just had to deal with the Texas Rangers, which is so personally devastating. Um, it's not the Astros, so we love that. But the fact that he's going to Texas and leaving LA is really actually devastating with the only caveat that my girl, Kelly Shar will be able to see him more. That's the silver lining to all of this. It's really sad for Corey, but you know, I guess all good things must come to an end. Um, also, Max Scherzer is going to the New York Mets, but I'm okay with that because he got a three-year contract for $130 million and Max Scherzer deserves every single penny of that and just feel like it was such a treat to have him on the Dodgers for a hot sec. So again, trying to be grateful and thankful for all the work that the boys have done. Um, the other breaking news is the fact that SC hired Oklahoma's football coach, Lincoln Riley. Um, obviously, this is a huge deal because Oklahoma is doing so well this season. And Oklahoma is like such a top school, top football school, all of the things. And the fact that Lincoln Riley is just like midseason, it's not even midseason, it's like late in the season, is just saying fuck it and bouncing to USC is making headlines everywhere. Um, SC has had a history of scoring really great coaches. And as we know, that's just like such an insane franchise in itself. And how could you not want to move from Oklahoma to California? Let's just like go ahead and say that flat out, nothing against Oklahoma and people that live there or visit and have family. But like, how could you not get this offer to go to SoCal and be like, oh no, I'm going to stay in Oklahoma, right? Like just use your fucking brain there. Um, seeing a lot of things about the way that Lincoln Riley went, like had this thing play out. He basically said to his team, I'm leaving and I'm not going to be the head coach at LSU. He didn't tell them he was going to SC. He just said LSU. Some people are saying that SC, you know, is just as prestigious as LSU, depends on who you ask. But the fact that he's bouncing, um, people aren't happy. In fact, I was reading all the tweets a bunch of tweets saying that uh, Kevin Durant has now been promoted to demoted from the most hated guy in Oklahoma. Now Lincoln Riley steps in there. So that's what's happening on that front. Also, Kim Newton is back playing for the Carolina Panthers, which is epic. Um, he's very excited to be back and home. And they've done all these like, you know, montages of him coming out of the tunnel and giving him a few minutes to just like, you know, soak it in, do his thing. Also, speaking of Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey um, is out for the season, which is just devastating in general. He was the number one overall pick in all of the fantasy drafts this year. Olivia Colpo is flying back to North Carolina as we speak from London to be with her bay, and just sad. Um, again, really wish that the Colpos were getting a reality TV show because I need to see more interaction between Olivia and Christian and then, of course, her little sister, Sophia Colpo, and then Braxton Berrios, who plays for the Jets, who's actually doing quite well. I keep saying to him, like, is Braxton in? And he keeps saying no. And then we see the highlights and Braxton actually, like, has a couple touchdowns this season. So that's just the tea on that. Um, so going into some pop culture news here, I, you know, opened my phone on Sunday, like the rest of the world. And unfortunately, we got some really, really, really devastating news in the fashion world. Virgil Abloh, um, who was the designer of Off-White, he also was a creative director for Louis Vuitton. He has passed away after two years of battling, silently battling cancer. Um, it, it just broke news that he passed away. His family shared that. Um, you know, he was... He was, what's the terminology? Um, basically, he was surrounded by his wife and his kids um, and his family when he passed. 
Um, he was really young. He was only in his 40s. And this is just like the, one of the most devastating things to the entire fashion world. Um, his death is really comparable to Chadwick Boseman. Um, Chadwick was also privately battling a really rare disease, um, and he silently passed, right? These, these men are so incredibly breaking the ceilings, um, changing the conversation. Virgil specifically changed the entire landscape and culture of fashion in general, right? He brought streetwear to, you know, an elevated level. Um, as they, I read this article that said he literally brought hype beast to all of the fashion weeks. He changed the game. He had conversations um, and he was just forever persevering. Virgil touched a million and one lives. Everyone in the industry literally loved him, adored him, was touched by him. These messages that are, people are posting and just the outcry of love um, for Virgil himself is just honestly, it's, it's really, really crazy how one person can touch so many people. It also just makes you think that, you know, creativity and art and, um, you know, the the representation of style and how you portray yourself, right? Every day you get dressed and you put on a happy face and you choose your mood, you choose your energy that you want to give off. And Virgil really, really, really encompassed that. He was always there to push his friends, tell them that they can be great and do better and get the true meaning of friendship and life and all of that out. And uh, it's just, it's, it, this is a huge blow. Um, to the fashion, to the arts, to just the celeb community in, in general. So my thoughts and prayers are very much with his wife, Shannon, and the kids. Okay, um, and some lighter news of that. Jason Sudeikis is dating Bex from Ted Lasso. It's been huge news, okay? Um, I'm not fully caught up. I'll be perfectly honest with you, but I did see a thing that we love to see that. Jason Sudeikis is happy and he's happily dating one of his co-stars. Fuck yeah. Let's go, Jason. You know I'm a justice for Jason over here. I did, in fact, see a video of Olivia Wilde dancing with her daughter, she and Jason Sudeikis' daughter, at a Harry Styles concert last week, which was a little devastating for me personally, just because... I don't know. Again, justice for Jason and the fact that Olivia is just like out here living her best life with her daughter and like is at every one of his concerts. She has her mom coming. Like she's out and about. She is, she's happy, which we're happy for her. But like again, justice for Jason. So that's what's happening on that. The other insane news um, is that Lindsay Lohan is engaged. Okay, it's 2021. Britney is free. Paris is married. And Lindsay Lohan is engaged. Like, if you were to ask me six months ago if this would have all happened, I would have been like, yeah, right, right. Even a year ago, we've been like, what? All of our icons are happy and doing well, which is so incredible. Lindsay Lohan is engaged to, I'm going to butcher his name, Bader Shamus. Um, she posted an Instagram on Sunday morning. Um, they've been dating for about two years. She has a huge rock and, uh, they're engaged. She was like a really casual, like, oh, her hand on her face type of announcement. And we just love to see Lindsay happy. Um, I would be curious to see if they're going to televise something like this. As we know, Paris and love on Peacock is happening and telling her story. I wouldn't be surprised if cameras like showed up for Lindsay, just because I think a lot of us have all these questions and it's like, what's the actual tea on that? So Lindsay Lohan is engaged and we're loving that. Um, the other things that are happening is that there is a Jonas Brother roast that just took place on Netflix. Um, I watched it 
and I thought I was fine. Um, they've been around for so goddamn long, right? They were cool when Camp Rock was cool. They were cool in peak Disney era. They were the bros that were wearing their virginity rings. They were the bros that were doing all kinds of stuff. Um, and the Rose is really funny to see them, you know, be obviously in their late twenties, come full circle and be around everyone. Um, all of the wives gave a roast, um, hands down. Sophie Turner did the best. She was just like really hilarious in a lot of the things about Joe Jonas. Um, what else? Um, Pete Davidson was in there. His roast was really irrelevant. They like made him be the little brother Frankie Jonas, which everyone forgets about anyway. Um, but the moral of the entire story was that a lot of the a lot of the roast was about um, Nick Jonas and his ego. I know people either love Nick Jonas, hate Nick Jonas. I'm indifferent. The only one I don't think is cool is Kevin um, because I watched his show. It was like Kevin and Danielle on E! God back in the day. And he just like didn't do anything for me. So that's all I have to say on that. Um, the other news with the Jonas Brothers is that Priyanka, who was married to Nick on her Instagram, it was Priyanka Chopra Jonas, like as her name written in the bio. And she has taken off Chopra Jonas. So it's just Priyanka. Um, people were speculating trouble in paradise, maybe that their marriage isn't going well. And then other people are like, maybe she's just trying to become like a one name gal. Like she's just Priyanka. Um, Either way, I'm indifferent, and that's the tea on the Jonas Brothers, just straight up right there. Okay, we got to go into a little Bravo news here, because not only did we have um, a really insane Salt Lake City episode last week, but we also had the, the finale of Winter House. So with Salt Lake City, um, the girls arrived to Vail. Everyone's ready to tell their truth about what's happening with Jen Shaw, their involvement, what they believe. As we know, Meredith Marks has put her foot down, basically saying, if you invite her, do not invite me. We are not good. We are enemies. I don't want anything to do with her. Um like she basically says i'm out on anything that involves jen i love a transparent very forward gal um when meredith is doing this i see i i relate to her i see myself in her in that sense of like when you draw the line you draw the line like when i'm tapped out i'm tapped out very black or white here um and the girls are having a hard time with seeing the way the meredith is viewing jen how could you just cut ties with her how can you not give her the benefit of the doubt how is she not proven until how is she not innocent until proven guilty? All the things. And Meredith is like, listen, it's bogus. I read enough articles. There's enough people getting sued. There's enough people that have already pled guilty. There's there's nothing that we're waiting for on her. Um, Mary and Whitney are still getting into tips. And that's that. There was no new episode on Sunday night. Um, they're giving us like that mid-season break, which is lame. But that's chill because then we're catching up on all the other things. Um, so our winter house season finale was great. I can't believe that it's already over. For those of you who are counting, we only had six episodes. This is what Bravo does when they're testing like a spinoff and things like that. Um, as we know, Kyle has been pushing this whole concept of Winterhouse for years to the producers and the fact that they gave in and let him have six episodes was huge. But obviously we know we could use like another six more, especially seeing as like last week or like two weeks ago's episodes had like nine days left of vacation. And then obviously we fast forward and it's the season finale. It's like, what the fuck? Um, what do we get in the finale? The fact that Austin and Sierra were like debating on their whole thing. Austin says he's not ready for a relationship. And then he and Amanda got in this screaming fight, which poor Amanda, I feel like she just like gets blamed for a lot of the things when she's just trying to be a caring friend. Um, 
the way that Austin's here leave it off is that like she's obviously really into him and he's like I kind of want to make it work like we'll just fly back and forth to each other as we know just in like the last year of playing things out sounds like it's been a roller coaster of a relationship for the two of them they've been on they've been off um people like them together people think they're they're better off not together all the things we will see that play out in summer house and then i think in southern charm as well people were saying that sierra and austin are not together in the current day as in november of 2021 but then there's pics of sierra filming southern charm a few weeks ago actually in charleston so it sounds like we're we're buckling up for a wild ride of sierra and austin which i am fucking here for even though Reddit is fully bashing Sierra, I think she's just a waste of time and space. Let me tell you something, Reddit. Fuck off. Sierra is an icon. Sierra is a queen. She's changing the conversation of a lot of those Bravo shows and the and the things that we're seeing right now. She's a killer asset to Summer House and Winter House. And anyone that doesn't like Sierra, seriously, come talk to me because like I have beef with you. Um, the other thing that we are seeing in Winter House is the fact that uh, Lindsay and Jason have like full blown started hooking up. Um, it was pretty late in the season that it started happening. Lindsay's head over heels for him. We love that for her. Um, we're, we basically see a scene that Jason's like, yeah, I'm ready to like try this in real life. So that leaves us on a cliffhanger because I'm pretty sure they hook up for a little while and he might be dabbling a little bit in Summer House. Not sure about that. But one thing I just want to go ahead and mention here is that we're seeing that Lindsay and Carl potentially spent Thanksgiving together um, just via Instagram, as we saw that they were like kind of cuddly together over Halloween as well. There was an interview that went down that said something along the lines of, you know, now that Carl is sober and in a good place, this is probably the best chance that Carl and Lindsay have ever had to be dating. So thought that was interesting. Um I'm not a huge Carl Lindsay fan in general. Love Carl, don't love Lindsay, but that's a whole nother conversation. So that's what's happening in Winter House. The other thing I want to mention about Bravo is that um, Farrah Britt, aka Kyle Richards' oldest daughter, the only non-Umansky daughter, is now engaged. Um, she's been dating her now fiance Alex for, I don't know, maybe four or five years at this point. And Kyle has openly said, we're waiting for an engagement. We love to see it. Um, on Sunday night, they posted that they were engaged. Um, her friends were actually posting like friends as in like Morgan Stewart, my queen, Dorothy Wang, like, you know, their friends, aka other um, Insta celebs, basically. That their uh, Farrah was actually engaged prior to Paris Hilton's wedding. Um, it was something I don't know how how much before, but it happened before because a lot of people were editing out pictures of Farrah's diamond ring at Paris's you know four day event, her at Malibu Pier, all the things. Um, they were posting like, "Oh, thank God we don't have to Photoshop anymore," which I love to see that Farrah is so low key about it. And she was like, "Let's help let Paris like have her entire you know wedding weekend, and like we'll be next week's news." I love to see that. It's so humble of her, and like if I know Farah at all like that's what's happening so love to see that also last thing I want to note is that Andy on Watch What Happens Live mentioned that he actually uses Lisa Barlow's kids products a fresh wolf is the brand he uses our fresh fresh wolf products every day in the shower and we just love to see that we love Bravo supporting Bravo Okay, moving on to Bachelor real quick. Um, December 3rd, aka in just a few days, the new Netflix series called Coming Out Colton is about to debut. Um, it's about to be Colton coming out and his story and his dating life and how it affects all the people around him. And I'll probably watch a little bit of it. I might see a few reviews and then decide what I want to do after that. But 
uh, I'm interested to see like what comes out of it for sure. Um, also, just like on the side note of other things coming out on Netflix, no, I haven't watched Selling Sunset season four. I've heard it's a dud. I've heard everyone's talking about Christine. I don't care for Christine. And kind of just waiting till the other shows fully die and I have absolutely nothing to watch before I'm watching Sell and Sunset. Um, when I say anything else that I want to watch, like, I mean, yesterday I watched two of the Princess Switch movies with Vanessa Ann Hudgens, which do not get enough credit. She's amazing. I love a cute little rom-com. They're literally like an hour 20 each. And she's a star. Even though she's dating Cole Tucker, who Ham thinks is a complete kook, I understand that. But like, love me some Vanessa Hudgens. So just like wanted to go off on a tangent quickly there. The other insane Bachelor news that's happening is this whole John Katie thing. Oh yeah, you know how I feel about Katie. Literally could not give two fucks about her. She broke up with Blake and then about a minute later she has come out and said that she is dating John Hershey who was like on week two of her season. He's super cute. Um, They have been seen spotted around for months and months and months just quote unquote as friends. It's like of course everyone starts like as friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're hooking up. They're fully together. She put up this, they both put up these like videos with like a TikTok and a montage of them fully dating. And then all of these bachelor accounts are like doing all of this research on like the actual timeline of them dating. And like, there's a lot of murky overlapping. Um, The one big thing that everyone's calling Katie out for is that like in the montage video of her with John, um, Blake is in one of them as they're like flying a plane. And it's like, that's tacky, all the things. Then I saw a thing that Blake is out and about um, like in Canada and people were talking about it and he was like, Hey, I'm just trying to live my life. So Blake's moving on well, proud of him. Um, Again, couldn't give a fuck about Katie, but John's really cute. Michelle's episode, there's hometowns on tonight. Can't believe we're already at hometowns. Crazy. Um, I did watch last week's episode and I really love Joe. Um, Joe and Nate are my front runners. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how hometowns go tonight. So lastly, the Kardashian news. Um, there is a lot that's happening. Um, of course, we're seeing pictures of Kim and Pete literally everywhere. They're holding hands. She's in a full-blown Balenciaga outfit. He has just a flannel on. We're seeing pictures of them driving home from a dinner date, laughing, smiling, giggling. She looks so happy. Then over the weekend, we were blessed with pictures of them leaving the Beverly Hills Hotel after brunch. She has not a lick of makeup on and head-to-toe all black like a sweatsuit, and they just look like so casual after they just had quite the rendezvous of a night and then breakfast rolling out of the hotel. She looks flawless. She looks so happy. Everything I said about them doing a business deal, okay, we all know. Um, I don't think they're dating. I think they're actively hooking up. I think Kim is having a very, very, very fun time running amok, living her best single life. If she wants to go ahead and sleep with a rock star, go ahead and do that for you. I can't believe I just said he was a rock star. He's really just only famous for the amount of famous women that he's dated. There, I said it. Um, but I think they're together and we saw the pics of them with the plaid skims on and just happy for Kimberly. You know, if Kimberly's happy, we're happy. In addition to that, Kanye West put out his, um, he put out like his Sunday prayer, his Thanksgiving prayer, um, which was really like probably the only method of like begging that Kanye knows that he could actually get Kim's attention with, right? No amount of flowers and musicians or gifts or anything like that is really going to get Kim's attention. But he decided that he could make a song, put some music to his thoughts, um, and he publicized that. And that was a Thanksgiving prayer. Basically, he wants the family back together. He says, I want my wife back. I apologize for all the bad things I said and did to my wife and her family, but I need my family unit back. We belong together. She's all I want. She's all I think about. Um, 
and it was one of those things where I was like, wow, Kanye, you're really seeing how happy Kim is and putting that out there and we will see how that goes. But he put out a, um, you know, his message that he wants the family back together. And here we are a few days later with Kim and Pete um, leaving Beverly Hills Hotel. So love to see that for Kim. Not sure how we feel about any of the other things. Um, randomly, Kanye brought Saint to the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers game a few weeks ago, and then there was this cute video of Saint playing catch with Tom Brady in a suite. Um, Saint loves football. He said he also really loves basketball. They're just tossing the football back and forth, and it was really adorable, and it was just like a wholesome moment. Love to see that Kanye is like taking Saint to a football game, and they get to meet stars. I don't know. Just like, it's cute. Um, the other thing in the Kardashian news is that obviously the Astroworld tragedy is still playing out with us. Um, there are 10 victims and the amount of money that they are being sued for them, as in Travis, uh, Travis Scott, Live Nation, Drake, all the artists that were there is like up to $2 billion now. Um, I just read something this morning that Travis Scott offered to pay for the youngest person who passed away at the tragedy. Um, he was a young boy and Travis Scott reached out to the family to pay for the entire funeral production that was going down. The family quickly declined um, Travis paying for the event and they basically said, you know, we reject the money um, and I'm sure he feels remorse, but hopefully he's going to bear some responsibility of the entire tragedy, which I think is where a lot of the victims are standing, is that, listen, you paying for the funerals isn't going to cut it. Um, there's so much more on the line here that you need to be held accountable for, which I think is the way that most of the world is feeling right now about that. So that's what's happening in the pop culture world. I'm sure I missed some things, and I am very sorry about that, but I just appreciate you guys letting me, um, you know, take some time, be present, and come back and spill all of the tea. So shout out to the first episode in this office, episode 66. Um, And I hope that everyone is just having a fabulous week, feeling full of love and gratitude coming after a holiday weekend. December starts tomorrow. I cannot believe that December is already here. It's going to fly by. The holiday season is among us. Make sure that you are being kind to one another. Make sure that you are telling your loved ones that you love them and you are thankful for them. And just you know, soaking up all the time that's spent together um, and outside in any glimpse of sunshine that you are getting right now. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Sadie Spills a Tea, and I will see you guys later for another episode.